Welcome to the Infinite Horizons Season 1 Recap. If you're here, there's a good chance you've only heard of our show recently. Or maybe you saw Season 1, but want a refresher before Season 2. Either way, this video will have you covered. Infinite Horizon is a science fiction superhero story set in an original universe. This character-driven actual play is Rule of Lore's flagship tabletop RPG show and is powered by the Cypher System by Monty Cook Games. Infinite Horizon is a distant future spacefaring campaign. While faster than light engines exist and are widely used, the longest distances are traversed using the space-borne structures known as conduits. Relics of an extinct civilization, conduits use unknown technology to warp space around ships traveling through them. Conduits are a galactic neutral zone, and their existence allows exploration of a galaxy that would otherwise take millennia to traverse. The show takes place at a tipping point in galactic history. Two major governments, the United Systems Commonwealth and the Apex Ascendancy, stand on the brink of war over centuries-old disputes while megacorporations stand to profit. The crew of Awakener find themselves with a newfound power to tip the scales. The show's setting features a breadth of alien cultures, but a notable feature of our setting is that humans are newcomers. Humans arrived in Infinite Horizons Galaxy just over a millennia ago under mysterious circumstances. Their presence in the galaxy, therefore, is comparatively sparse. Supers in Infinite Horizon are also a recent development. The nature and extent of their powers remains a mystery. As far as the crew of Awakener know, they're the result of experimentation by some of the major corporations, particularly Silverbreak Technologies. The story of Infinite Horizon follows human PI Mason Frey, aspiring Anzalonian diplomat Peach Kalreath, human career student Olam Ferber, and Orzai gearhead Bina Oba as they wake up far, far from home and begin to unravel the mystery of how they ended up there. This should catch you up on the state of the world at the beginning of Infinite Horizon. Now, let's get you caught up for Season 2. The story begins as four strangers awaken from cryosleep on a crashing corporate vessel owned by Megacorp Silverbreak Technologies. Working together to escape the doomed vessel, they discover that each of them awoke with new powers. Mason gained the power of hyperadaptivity, Peach the power to sense and manifest dreams, Olam learned gravity manipulation, and Bina's new powers enhanced her species' natural empathic ability and gave her control over light. Commandeering an abandoned ship still in the hangar, the four make their way to the surface of the recently discovered planet Eos to make repairs and get their bearings. Planet side, they discover a Silverbreak colony whose inhabitants had suffered a mass outbreak of mysterious mutations, resulting in many of them becoming zombie-like creatures the survivors called the Warped. Although details are sparse, they learn that an ancient artifact the researchers had been studying might have been involved. The four, along with the few survivors from the colony, repair the ship and make for space. However, as they're escaping, a corporate capital ship commanded by Damien Ellis, CEO of Silverbreak Technologies, jumps into range and begins an orbital bombardment of the planet in order to erase the evidence of the mishap. The crew and their charges manage to evade capture and set off to their new destination. Following cryptic instructions left to them during their escape by someone named Wire, the crew travel to Sulon, a city located in a hollowed-out asteroid in transit to Sulon, some of the rescued colonists decide to stick around permanently, among them an Anzalonian doctor named Abriel and a young human mechanic named Jade. They've barely touched down on Sulon before finding out that Silverbreak has pinned the destruction of the colony on them and branded them interstellar terrorists. The crew run into some bounty hunters and are bailed out by an associate of Wires named Zaya. After dusting themselves off, Zaya takes them to meet her. Upon meeting Wire, a human hacker, she explains to them that Silverbreak is responsible for creating powered people such as themselves. She's been working to undermine the corpse for several years, and hopes to enlist the crew's help in the fight. 
When they agree to help her, Wire sets about sending the rescued colonists underground and creating a new registration for the crew's commandeered ship. As they prepare to leave, a holographic entity named Alma introduces herself as part of the ship's systems and forms a quick bond with Bina. Though Awakener's not a new ship, Alma has no memories prior to the crew's arrival on Eos. With new purpose, they depart Sulon in their ship, now named Awakener. Pursued by corporate security and wanted by every major government, Awakener's crew decide to lay low for a bit. During their brief stop on a neutral space station, they pick up another passenger, a Voxora named Patch, who is less than forthcoming about their reasons for staying. After departing the station, Abriel presents test results that indicate artifacts like the one on Eos are linked to their superpowers. Shortly thereafter, the crew's plan to lie low is derailed when they decide to involve themselves with a group of freedom fighters vying for independence from their tyrannical ruler. During a daring mission to advance the cause of the freedom fighters of Zolotera, the crew are confronted by a dangerous adversary in the employ of Silverbreak. An individual with the power to mimic their own powers nearly proves too much for them. Although they manage to drive him off, the fight serves as a chilling example of what they are up against. Fearing their presence may draw more heat onto the Freedom Fighters, the crew of Awakener departs Zolotera. Unfortunately, the crew's fears are not unfounded. Shortly after departing Zolotera, they find themselves pursued relentlessly by Silver Break ships. Worse, a suspected traitor has sabotaged Awakener, preventing their escape. As the crew race to stay ahead of the corpse and hold the ship together, they discover a Nelfin stowaway named Sedona, who Jade befriended and has been keeping secret for months. Tensions run high on Awakener as the crew realize how little they actually know about each other. Bina is startled to find that Alma is more than just a hologram as everyone, including Alma, had previously thought. As the crew race to stay ahead of Silverbreak, they discover that the traitor is none other than the ship's doctor, Abriel. Alma enacts a plan of escape that puts her newly discovered physical body at risk, and despite the risks, her plan succeeds. Alma is released from stasis, and the crew are finally able to give Silverbreak the slip. In the aftermath, Alma discovers that her ability to interface with the ship remains intact, in spite of her no longer being physically connected. Abriel explains that Silverbreak is holding her sister hostage to elicit her compliance. The crew confer and decide to help Abriel get her sister back. With their ship repaired, the crew follows a lead Wire passes them in order to learn more about the artifacts. Traveling to the border worlds, they meet Professor Alessander Tenoris, an archaeologist devoted to studying the ancient culture allegedly responsible for creating the artifacts. Tenoris has contracted someone to recover an artifact for study and asks them to assist in its retrieval. Instead of the artifact, the crew finds an apologetic pirate named Captain Desiree, who, reluctantly, explains that she has lost the artifact and her ship to mutiny. Not to be deterred, the crew of Awakener follows the artifact's trail to a pirate haven discovering that some of Captain Desiree's crew have suffered the same mutations as the colonists on Eos. After escaping the warped, the crew meet a pair of smugglers named Oriodo and Ruck. The two outlaws deliver the bad news that the artifact is at an auction run by a notorious Border Worlds crime syndicate, the Duraga Gang. With Ori, Ruck, and Desiree's help, the crew plan to steal back the artifact. After picking up some party-appropriate threads and other supplies for the heist, the crew fly to the auction, where Captain Desiree's former accomplices have become a part of the Duragas. 
To further complicate matters, the artifact's buyer is the crew's least favorite CEO, Damian Ellis, who attempts to apprehend them mid-heist. Thanks to their superpowers and a lucky distraction, the crew escape and interrupt Desiree's former crew as they attempt to secure the artifact. The crew of Awakener recover it, and Desiree wins back the loyalty of her shipmates. Ori and Rock join Desiree, and the two crews part ways. Having recovered the artifact, the crew head back to study it further. Wire asks them to pick up Zaya from her mission on the way. Finding her in the midst of a firefight, they swoop her up just in time and are once again on their way back to Sulan. Zaya is not alone, however. She introduces them to Becker Shaw, an old friend of hers who has the power to create portals. Upon returning to Sulan, Wire informs them that Abriel's sister is being held aboard a ship that is also transporting a hundred powered individuals. She is still working on tracing its position, but in the meantime, she has arranged accommodations for them on Sulan while they prepare. During their month-long stay, Awakener gets some upgrades, the artifact is contained so as not to risk more mutations, and Becker departs to put his intelligence training to use, finding the transport ship. Peach involuntarily makes psychic contact with the power mimic from Zolotera, seemingly through the artifact, and Mason receives a video message from his ex-wife. Their month-long vacation on Sulon comes to an abrupt end when Wire, detecting a space-time distortion, calls an emergency and summons the crew back to her bunker. The crew return just as a mysterious stranger appears in their midst. The Kamathi newcomer hastily introduces himself as Taeon, a super with the power to travel through time. He traveled from the future to prevent his nemesis, Entropis, from altering the timeline. As the crew prepare to rescue Abriel's sister from Silverbreak, Taeon reveals to Alma the reason behind Silverbreak's interest in her and Awakener. She was the first super known to exist, and is therefore the blueprint for making more. Armed with information from Taeon and Wire, the crew of Awakener depart to rescue Abriel's sister, Liarelai, from Silverbreak. The crew split up, diverting security and breaking Liarelai out, along with the imprisoned supers. In the chaos, Jade and Becker are pinned down. The crew's attempt to rescue them is halted by Entropis, but Taeon averts disaster by reversing time, preventing Entropis from destroying them. Moments later, the villain is betrayed by the power mimic, allowing the crew to rescue Jade in the confusion. Becker is nowhere to be found. After recovering Jade from corporate security, the crew escapes Silverbreak's clutches. During the escape, Peach discovers that the power mimic is her own brother, Vix, who was captured and brainwashed by Silverbreak. With Entropis' plan foiled and the timeline restored, Taeon travels back to the future. Having liberated Abriel's sister and a gaggle of supers, the crew set course for Sulon. Upon returning, Wire and the crew of Awakener offer the supers a choice between joining the resistance against the corporations or being discreetly relocated. Afterwards, Wire pulls Peach aside to tell her that the time for the resistance to operate in the shadows is over, and that they need to take more direct action. She asks Peach to consider leading the new resistance. Now that the crew have some room to breathe, Alma decides that it's time to try and recover her memories. Through the use of her powers, Peach takes Bina and Alma into Alma's mind, bypassing the barriers on her memory and revealing several critical pieces of forgotten information. First, Alma remembers that she was an exo-anthropologist contracted by Silverbreak Technologies to identify the ship that would become Awakener. Next, Alma recalls her discovery of an artifact hidden in the depths of the ship. And most disturbingly, she remembers seeing a conduit constructed by Silverbreak, the existence of which could spark galactic war. Unfortunately, the crew doesn't have time to process these revelations. Corporate security floods Sulon in search of the crew and the rescued supers, somehow having traced them back. At nearly the same moment, Vix contacts Peach through their Mentalink and urges her to meet him alone in the Sulon's core. While Alma and Jade prep Awakener for launch, Bina, Olam, and Mason work to ensure everyone's safe evacuation, and Peach leaves to confront Vix. 
Peach attempts to reason with her brother and convince him to join her and turn away from the corpse. Caught between his familial ties and corporate conditioning, Fix's brain short circuits and he collapses, unconscious. Meanwhile, yet another problem presents itself. Sulan is racked with tremors as the Silverfall, flagship of Damien Ellis, plows into the asteroid, its reactor core only minutes from overloading. Thankfully, Bina Oba is on the scene. She rushes to the Silverfall and discovers that it's crewed by the Warped. On her way to the engine room, Bina encounters a strike team led by Tamsin Trethaway, a high-ranking Silverbreak employee hunting Ellis. Trethaway reveals that Ellis has been operating outside of Silverbreak's interests for some time, and offers Bina a truce until the current emergency is resolved. With Trethaway and her team's assistance, Bina prevents Silverfall's reactor from overloading and atomizing Sulan. Back in Sulan, Peach runs into Professor Tenoris, Wire, and Zaya as she is relaying an unconscious Vix back to Awakener. As they make their way through the tunnels, the artifact calls to Peach. In the moment, she decides not to gaze long into the artifact and continues through the tunnels as hastily as she can. With the emergency contained on the Silverfall, Trethaway allows Bina to leave, assuring her that she already has what she wants. While this statement is unsettling, Bina is not about to question it and leaves. On her way out, Bina is surprised yet again as Becker teleports himself and Jade into her path. Becker rapidly explains that both he and Jade have been in custody on Trethaway's ship, but used the commotion of Sulan's assault to break them both free. Bina, bewildered by their sudden appearance, is faced with one ominous question. If Jade had been in Silverbreak custody since the rescue, who's on Awakener? As the crew reach the warehouse where Awakener is hidden, Silverbreak troops begin pulling out as warped from Ellis's ship rush into the city, making a beeline for the crew's location. The crew watch helpless as the Jade Impostor launches Awakener and escapes with an unconscious Alma. The situation grows desperate as the warp converge and the artifact reaches out once more to Peach. Peach has little choice but to reach back with her powers and converses with the artifact in a mysterious dreamscape. She taps into a power within the artifact and connects not only to all of the warped, but every powered individual in the galaxy. Peach uses the moment of tremendous power to destroy the warped on Sulan. With corporate security and the warped gone, the crew escape with the rescued supers on one of Wire's old freighters. In a final confusing twist, the Silverbreak ships around Sulan allow their passage, and the crew jump away. In the last bittersweet moments of the season, the crew share a moment of solidarity and vow to get Alma back, no matter what. And with that, you're ready to go for the beginning of season two of Infinite Horizon. Thank you so much to our fan artists who created all of the amazing art you've seen during this video. For more community art and discussion about the show, you can check out our Discord, with link in the description. If you're curious about the homebrew setting, there's another link in the description to our quick guide, which briefly covers characters, aliens, and all the other stuff we've dreamed up. Season 2 of Infinite Horizon premieres on October 28th. You can catch us live every Wednesday night at 6pm Pacific on twitch.tv slash ruleoflore. We're so excited to have you along for the ride, and we'll see you the next time you decide to come roll with us.